Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute. Yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. Second free throws up. In and out. No good. Melendez rebounds it. Heaves it to the other end of the floor. It's no good. The ball game's over. Got a little too close for comfort at the end, but Georgia falls in Fayetteville. The Razorbacks win it by a final of 78-75. to Well, basketball is where we're going to begin. As we start a new week on the Give Me the Hulk's Chuck podcast presented by Wanker Realtors, the Griffin Company, and brought to you in part by the Bet Saracen app. Although I do understand full well that the Super Bowl continues to be a good uh, conversation starter, shall we say. I would imagine that's where the water cooler conversation began this morning. It's a great game. A lot of people watched. But we're going to start in the backyard with the Razorbacks as the new week begins. Arkansas 12 and 11. Three and seven in conference play after a three-point win over Georgia. It did get a little too close for comfort in the second half. Arkansas just great in the first half. I mean, really, really good. And uh, so-so in the second half. This was must when it was over. The first half defense was absolutely phenomenal. Obviously, we didn't want to give up threes. We held them to one of 12 from three in the first half. Second half took away the three ball attempts. They went three for six in the second half, but thought we did a good job against their 1-3-1, scoring 44 points in the second half. They're a good team. They're a gritty team. They were a team, two teams that were kind of desperate today, I thought. We're still searching who we are and and trying to figure out an identity. Tonight we were able to play really small, and I thought it helped us a lot based on matchups tonight. It allowed us to, to be able to do that, and I thought we took great care of the ball. 12 turnovers, although probably four or five of them were stepping out of bounds, so we did not have many live ball turnovers at all, even though they had a 1-3-1 that was really, really extended. I thought we did a good job of you know handling that. I thought it was really our second half defense was kind of what let us down. It wasn't our offense. 44 points is enough, and and obviously shooting 73%, 14 and 19 in the second half, that's, that's hard to do. Passing the ball was phenomenal. We had 227 passes, and I thought we had great contribution off the bench. Obviously, outscoring them 20 to 44 on bench points was a, was a huge part of the game, and, and leading for 25-plus minutes was extremely important, especially at home. There was certainly a different feel at least at the start of the ballgame for me on Saturday for several reasons, not the least of which was L. Ellis was in the starting lineup. And that's really been sort of the way it's gone this year for the Razorbacks. I mean, you know, it's it's just hard to know how to fill out that lineup card, if you want to use that phrase, going into the games. Ellis plays 32 minutes against Kentucky, had five turnovers in the ball game, and he was just kind of banished after that. Didn't play against Missouri, didn't play against LSU. And if you really stop and think about the way this season has gone, it you know it's only natural he'd be in the starting lineup for this game. But not only was he in the starting lineup, I mean he played great. You know at the end of the night he'd filled up the stat sheet. He was a big part of the Razorback victory. This was Musk talking about him. Thought his uh, practice habits were were really good. Obviously we had with no midweek game, we had a lot of time to adjust a lot of different things. 
I thought he was extremely focused. He got the start tonight. As I said, we're still trying to search. Now we have nine guaranteed games left, and we're still trying to search. And based on matchups, we might have different lineups. That just might be who we are. It's not what we've always done. I've, I've mentioned the Warriors team that had the same starting lineup for 79 games straight or whatever it was. And with this team, it, it might be matchups. And Keon played really good off the bench, too. And, and obviously, Devo changes things for us, getting loose balls. And defensively, we're much different with Devo in there. And he did a great job guarding four men. And, and actually, L. Ellis defended their four for probably about 20 to 22 minutes tonight. And I thought he did a great job defending the four. And we didn't get hurt in the post at that position at all. So a lot of good things, a lot of things to build off and a lot of things we still got to get a lot better at. Now, I have no idea what the Razorback starting lineup is going to look like when they play Tennessee on Wednesday night. I don't suspect we'll see the same five start against the Vols that we saw start against Georgia. And it may be a different five on Saturday when the Razorbacks play at Mississippi State. Both these teams are better than Georgia. This is going to be a hard week. You know, it's going to be a difficult week. I know that Tennessee lost at Texas A&M over the weekend, and they have been susceptible a time or two on the road. It's also a team that won at Kentucky. So they've also had some moments on the road as well. If they were going to have another bad road game, I was kind of hoping it might be a Bud Walton Arena. I suspect that Rick Barnes will practice them incredibly hard today. They'll get on a plane tomorrow, and the Razorbacks will get their best shot on Wednesday night. I wish they'd just beaten Texas A&M like a drum, but it didn't work out that way. The Aggies had a big win. Razorbacks have to go there next week. Tennessee's got the back-to-back road thing going right now, and the Razorbacks are going to have the back-to-back road thing going uh, Saturday and Tuesday at Starkville Saturday afternoon and then at Texas A&M on Tuesday night but first things first Tennessee tomorrow night and uh, you know Tennessee fighting for a possible SEC championship a high seed ranked in the top 10 they're really good they got a lot of weapons we'll see if the Razorbacks are able to come out and play for 40 minutes the way they played for 20 minutes against Georgia they were really good in the first half against Georgia now I will say this Georgia slapped that zone defense on the Razorbacks, and they played it, I guess, the entirety of the second half. I never thought I'd say this, but I wish everybody would play zone against the Razorbacks. I think their zone offense is one of the best things they do. They scored 44 points against them on Saturday. I know they turned it over a few times in the second half, but if they didn't turn it over, they scored. They shot 73% in the second half. I mean, you just don't do that. You don't do that against any kind of defense. But I like this team attacking a zone. Between Mitchell's passes from the high post and Mark's ability to hit the mid-range jumper, I mean, they they do a lot of good things against a zone. Tennessee every once in a while plays a little zone, but I'll bet they don't do that much on Wednesday. Might see it a little bit more at Mississippi State. I don't know. But that's not the answer uh, playing the Razorbacks. 8 o'clock. Tomorrow night. It's going to be a later tip at uh, Bud Walton Arena. Not tomorrow night, Wednesday night. 8 o'clock Wednesday night. Uh, And then an afternoon game against Mississippi State on Saturday. All right, before we go to the Super Bowl, 
Let me talk to those of you who are buying or selling a home. And let me talk to you more specifically about Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. Now, everybody's situation is different. Now, I partnered with Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, more than once. I remember the first time I bought a home, I had absolutely no clue. Fortunately for me, they did. And fortunately for me, they took care of a lot of problems I didn't even know were there. And they made it seem easy. We got from contract to close and the job was done. Then it came time to sell and buy again. It's a different situation then. But they were just as professional and just as prepared, just as thorough the second time around as they were the first. There are lots of things that go into buying or selling a home. The market's different right now, and it changes all the time. You need someone who understands it. You need someone who does this every single day. And that's what you get at Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. Now, they've got offices in northwest Arkansas, in Washington and Benton counties. They're in the River Valley, in the Fort Smith area. Uh, they've got the Branson office you hear us talking about. They service north-central Arkansas, south-central Missouri. And you can always log on to WeikerGriffin.com. You're listening to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by Weikerd Realtors, the Griffin Company. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. First and goal. Mahomes swings it. It's there! Hartman! Jackpot! Kansas City! And they go get Hartman and bring him back. And the game-winning drive of Mahomes' career. He's been waiting for his one Super Bowl. He's never had it in an overtime. He is the best. He is the standard. Michael Jordan wins it again. They are a dynasty. I mean, they are the newest dynasty in professional football. The Kansas City Chiefs, first team to go back-to-back since the Pats, and uh, they played like world champions, and Patrick Mahomes played like a Hall of Famer in the Super Bowl last night. Who didn't think that Kansas City was going to score? And I mean, by score, I mean score a touchdown when they got the ball in that overtime. I'm glad somebody won it with a touchdown because it was, you know, like a lot of NFL games. It was uh, it was dominated by field goals. One of these days we'll do a podcast on when all the games in the NFL seem to be decided by field goals, why are kickers just viewed as castoffs and castaways? That's what decides a lot of the NFL games if you want to know the truth. But at any rate, I'm glad this one ended with a touchdown. But what I'm really concerned about is Dre Greenlaw. 57, Dre Greenlaw after the stop on the punt return, and he's now in the blue tent. Oh. It doesn't look pretty. No. And he's had an outstanding out. year, and yeah. that's a huge loss. He's got great instincts, very physical. To get injured in the Super Bowl, hopefully he hits up Aaron Rodgers and figures out how to heal that quickly. Besides that, Dre's a heartbeat of our defense, him and Fred in there. I know they feed off each other. And I think OB and Flan stepped in. They think they did a really good job. But um, when you lose a guy like Dre, it's tough. And 
he's just such a fantastic football player. And he's everything that you know the Niners stand for. So to lose him, I just it really really sucks for him. I don't know if Greenlaw playing the entire game would have changed the outcome or not. I don't know. We'll never know. It's all speculative. But I do know that a ruptured Achilles is difficult to come back from. And this is a career-altering type injury. I didn't say career-ending. I said career-altering. I don't know if he'll be able to play next year. You know, and it's professional football, too, where somebody's trying to take your job. If you're a linebacker looking for a gig in the National Football League, there's a job opening in San Francisco today. You know, that's the way these guys look at it. They're mercenaries. And so there's that aspect. He's a good enough player that they probably continue to invest in him while he cannot play in the hope that when he comes back, that he'll be what he was before. I hope he is. I really pull for Dre Greenlaw. You know, his story's gotten a lot of attention, and if you paid attention, you knew it already. That's the thing that I worry about coming out of this. Such a freakish play. It's not as though when he ran onto the field that he was – now, clearly, he was jacked up. I mean, if you'd watched the game and seen some of the plays that he'd made during the first quarter, I mean, he was jacked up and maybe a little too excited. But when he ran out onto the field, you know, it wasn't as though he was over the top in his enthusiasm, but he landed wrong. And I've known sports figures, and by that I mean athletes, players, and then I've known just – regular folks that had ruptured Achilles. And it is altering, to say the least. And, you know, we'll all be thinking about him. Let's face it. Hope he comes back. And But Kansas City was great. And all you people who've been lifetime Chiefs fans since 2018, you get to enjoy this one. I'm not taking anything away from him. I said on Friday, and I believe it more than ever, you can go broke. I mean, you can go absolutely broke betting against Patrick Mahomes. So how'd you do over the weekend? There were all sorts of prop bets at the Bet Saracen app, and I know it was busy, and I know you are probably busy. If you're one of those who likes to make a wager on your on the game you're watching or your favorite team, and in this case, my gosh, the Super Bowl, who doesn't want to make a wager on that? So I know that maybe you're recovering, maybe you're celebrating, but I know the Bet Saracen app's going to be there waiting on you. Basketball this week, we've got SEC hoops tomorrow night, top 25. We're moving down the stretch as we get ready for the next big event in sports, March Madness which is right around the corner. If you've not downloaded the Bet Saracen app, you need to do so today. You'll find out very quickly why it's Arkansas's favorite sports betting app, because it's Vegas, Arkansas style. Wasn't it great to watch the Super Bowl in Vegas? The thing about Vegas odds, though, and I know they're there, but if you're going to play them legally, you got to be in Vegas. And I think you can count on one hand the number of sports betting apps that are legal to operate in Arkansas. And the Bet Saracen app's the one that dominates. And when you download it, you'll find out why. They've got a how-to-play video. They'll get you ready to rock and roll at the Bet Saracen app. All right, there's a lot to pay attention to this week. The Razorback women play at Tennessee tonight. Razorback men host Tennessee on Wednesday. Go to Mississippi State Saturday. Keeping an eye on all of it. Basketball's got center stage now. And March Madness is indeed right around the corner. All right, we're done for today. We'll reconvene on Wednesday. We'll have a preview of the Hogs and the Vols. Till then, thanks for listening.
subscribe to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. Go to hitthatline.com or search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to rate, review, and share. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.